Hunt's choking over there on something. I don't know what he's doing. He's this thing was so fucking hot. I can't like I can't bite into it. Got a but fucking whole samosa in his mouth as as we're starting the show. So, uh, I'll, I guess I'll go go up front with it. This will be whoa, Mike. I know you tweeted that your hair you got to fade, but now that you turned your head to the oh, side, shit. Mike, let me get a, let me get a full like shot it, of this because from like the it. front, it looks like you still have just a lo- like a low fro, but. Mm-hmm. From the side, you can see, you can see that. I mean, it doesn't look bad. I just, I feel like I've seen you like that in a long time. I I don't think I've had a fade since I was like six. (laughs) I feel like you might have. Did you not get a fade at some point in high school? Did you just do it by mistake? Um, Yeah. How did this happen? Uh, Oh, yeah. Answer. I feel like I've seen you from at some point between high school and college with a fade at least once. I don't. Think so. I think, I think I probably would have cut my hair, maybe because I think something. Maybe you just had a really small fro. So I just had I had it cut, um, and then for this, basically, the way I've been asking my hair to get cut for a while now is to like use the like cut off very little on the top, and then slightly more on the sides. And okay. when, I, when I basically said, oh, yeah, use eights on the top and six on the sides, the guy's like, oh, you sure you want to use six? You, you, maybe you should do twos, you know, so you can really see the lineup. And I was like, ah, that's too much. Do I said, let's split the difference. Do like a four or five. And he just kept doing things and doing things. Do you not go to the same person? It doesn't matter if I go to the same person because I don't see these people for months at a time. Like, we don't have. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go, I like I this will be, if I last a year this will be a full year without getting a haircut at like a barber, but I've gone to my barber for 31 years, which is crazy. Same dude who's cut my hair for 31. Years. Well, yeah, I mean you're you're 75 years old, so yeah, I mean, 31. <laughs> split the difference. Maybe even old, maybe even longer than that. He's probably like, where the fuck's Todd? Like, I don't want to tell you what to do when you go to, to get your haircut because I don't even know what to say when you go get a haircut because I've never been to a, a a barber or anything before. Um, I need. Can you guys hear what Jen is listening to right now? Because it's very loud I for me. I just heard. It, I heard it for a second. I gotta, shut the, I gotta, I shut, the, I gotta shut the door in a second. But uh, when it comes to cutting Wait, your hair, are, Mike, are, you, are we live right now or no? Are you guys loud? No. Why would you guys? Yo. Yeah. We. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, Jen. All right. I, let's get Jen over here right now. We gotta oh, talk. Wait, what? Jen can't hear what the fuck we're <laughs> talking joking, about. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> but like, maybe not the best idea to like let, like, split the difference. It's your fucking hair. Be like, no, I want a six and a fucking two or whatever you said. Six and eight. Yeah. Three, six, uh, nine. Damn girl, fine. Because normally, normally I would just say, well, not normally. Like before, I would just say, do eight all over. Like, I was just like, yeah, just do eight. Like, it would just be round. And then one guy, not this guy, but he's like, hey, you know, why don't you try doing a six on the side? Like, eight on top, six on the side. And I said, sure. And he did it. I'm like, you know what? This actually looks fine. This is this is good. And I've been doing that since that guy told me. Okay. Um, so when this guy said, you know, doing twos, I was like, you know what? I probably should do something to make sure the lineup looks good. Um, So I let him do that, but... I didn't want him to cut too much, mostly because it. I'm not gonna do anything with my hair for a long time after that, and it's probably gonna look messy. It's it's gonna look bad once it starts actually growing out, and I'll have to go. Yeah, like gr- it'll kind of like grow this? out. Yeah. Like this. I, I mean, you, you look like do that right hot now. trash all the time. 
So that's true. Look at this. Look, I, this I got this fucking wave. I got bangs. Like, like I got, the, I can, hair I get, my, the hair I have on my head right now is like too much for me. I'm like, I hate it. Like, I will tell you. I'll tell you right now. I am so because my hair has never been long, and, and this is the longest my hair's ever been by far. But like, I, I still get confused, and I'm not even sure I know exactly how to do it just yet. But I don't know how to wash my hair because like every time, like while I'm washing my hair, I feel like everything I do with my fingers pulls my hair. And I'm like, how do I not pull my hair? It, it, so it's just like a nightmare. It's like every time I take a shower. So literally every day I'm like, all right, maybe today's the day I shave my head because I can't do yeah, this anymore. But, was, my biggest, one of my biggest pet peeves is probably my biggest pet peeve is getting out of the shower. I hate getting out of a shower cold. I hate having hair. That's like, you know, I couldn't even imagine what you're dealing with right now. That's why I love having a shaved head. Cause I just fucking, like rub my hand through my head and it's fucking dry yeah no i mean i i I will eventually go back to having a shaved head i just uh now that it's here i want to let this ride as long as i can and then you know and then we don't go back unless like for some reason if my hair you know like i look fucking real good you know with fucking long hair then fuck it like there's not going to be a ponytail other than like to maybe take a joke picture or something no ponytail no fucking man bun that's not the style i'm trying to roll I want to get like a the 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 goal. I don't and I don't know if I can actually hold out that long. But the goal is to get like Winter Soldier hair. Ooh, gross! No way. That's Never do it. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. But if I can, if I can at least get to that point, see what it looks like, and then fucking shave it, I'll be happy. Maybe I'll donate the hair or something. I don't know how donating hair works. I've never had hair before. Um. My- my Luigi costume came in today, so I don't even have to fucking use the mustache. I can just shave everything off and have a real mustache. Which Are you going to do that? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I haven't. Liam, I... Liam doesn't know. Liam doesn't know that. So he's dressing up as Bowser. He already has his Bowser costume. He's been wearing it for fucking like the full week. Every day. he wakes, he woke up at six a.m. the other morning and asked if he could put it on. Like six a.m. <laughs> I was going to kill him. But uh, he uh, he doesn't know that me and Amanda are dressing up, so we're gonna kind of surprise him tomorrow. So Amanda has a full blown Princess Peach outfit. She got like a the dress. She's got a blonde wig. She got like the tiara. That's pretty amazing. Are you yeah, going trick or treating? No, we're just gonna we we. I just bought like a bunch of candy and I got him like a couple toys. I'm just gonna hide stuff around the house. We might stop by my parents and that's about it. Nice. You should have got like a Toad costume for fucking Logan. Uh, Logan's Mario. Oh, gotta, okay. Gotta, oh, gotta, oh, okay. Gotta, all right. Remember, I sent you that pacifier with like the mustache. Oh, that's right. I fucking forgot all. But we have that. A, we have a full blown Mario suit for him to put on too that we haven't even put on him yet. So yeah, that's we're, we're good. yeah, yeah. We get, we get the. Oh, that's so good. Family. That's so doesn't good. Know, Liam doesn't know. He only thinks Logan's dressing up though. So it's oh, he's gonna fucking lose his mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's gonna, gonna be die. great. Yeah. Shit, Mike, go buy a Waluigi costume and show up at Todd's <laughs> house tomorrow. Yeah. I don't have anything for this Halloween. I'm kind of bummed yeah. about that. I mean, I, I we can't. I can't do anything. Me and Jen can't do anything, so we're not. Yeah. We're not she's, celebrating Halloween till like 2023. Yeah, I know. She. I think she is still dressing up tomorrow just to like hang around the house in a costume. I'm playing fucking Oculus Quest all day. I'm hanging out yes. playing video games all day. I'm not doing shit. I am gonna make breakfast as if it was fucking you know normal Good Halloween party stuff. Yeah. Um. So sucks to be you guys. Unless I don't know. I'm sure Mike doesn't want gluten-free pancakes, but I do not. Mike, the the gluten-free pancakes that I make do not taste like subpar pancakes. They taste yep. as delicious if not better. Bro, I need my gluten. All right, don't don't be Pancakes to, like, in general are trash. Huh? 
paintings in general are trash. Yes, that's right. Okay, this was not a part of tonight's episode, but we need to have a full stop. And Todd, what are the top three fucking breakfast foods? Eggs, bacon, sausage. Uh, bacon and fries. sausage are sides. Fine. Uh, no, you want to talk about sides? We're not talking about sides here. That's not sides. Like I want, like I want, like bacon and sausage as my main and eggs. meal. And you, eggs. You you want a plate of bacon and sausage as a meal? No, you you're gonna have bacon, eggs, and sausage. Yeah, I mean, I want all three, and I'll mix them in together with the eggs. Yeah, I know. Okay, so that's and then I like so, some, that's some light rye, light rye toast with a lot of butter. You're uh, just naming one the, breakfast. You're just naming fries. one one complete I, I breakfast want, meal. And, and I like like home fries too. Anything else? I don't like like sweet breakfasts. I think sweet breakfasts is like not good. So you could, okay, so so I guess to to rephrase, instead of picking three breakfasts, you're just saying that. Only any eggs is good. Kind of thing. No, any pastry kind of breakfast, like like. So like, you don't like pancakes. You don't like waffles. You don't like pancakes. I don't not like. You don't like French toast. Ever. I think I said don't, pancakes no. twice. <laughs> but they're so good. Work. I'll say it seven Amanda times. Amanda makes them all the time for Liam, and I, she's like, "You want one?" I'm like, "She doesn't even ask me anymore." Because I, I haven't had a pancake in probably like twenty years. You know what it is? You haven't had a good pancake. No, I mean I just don't. If I'm going to get breakfast, I see so many other things I want before I would even want a pancake or anything else that like, I'll never get to that pancake. It's crazy to me that you would go to a breakfast place and pay for eggs when eggs are like the easiest and cheapest thing to make at your house. Oh yeah. You know what though? I mean, like I I don't, I, for some reason I just prefer like the fluffiness and consistency of other eggs than mine because mine don't ever come out the way that they, and I know you're just a bad cook. All right. right. With eggs. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think you just, I'm just convinced now you haven't had good pancakes because pancakes are. Yeah, but I wouldn't want them. If you told me that all we had for breakfast was pancakes, I'd be like, yeah, I'm good then. I'm probably. Whenever we've had people over the day after Halloween, you haven't had my pancakes. I eat that fucking bacon all day long. Well, that's that's my best fucking, that's the best thing I make is that bacon. And the home fries. The bacon, I mean, I'll eat bacon, home fries. You make eggs too. That's all I'll say. I don't touch anything. Yeah, I'll make eggs for fucking dumb people like you who can't handle fucking (laughs) pancakes. I can handle pancakes. I just don't want. I want pancakes if I'm like stoned out of my mind at like twelve o'clock at no night. Way. Like that's like listen. I, I don't. I'm not saying like give me pancakes with fucking whipped cream and fucking chocolate chips and fucking you know oh, sugar so dumped on top. That's the only way I would want a pancake. Oh, if no. I would, yeah, See, like no. The, last weekend I when I made I'm pancakes. Not a maple syrup guy. I'm not at all a maple yeah, syrup guy. Yeah, but you have you had real maple syrup or fucking store bought fucking you know it's funny sugar, you say sugar that, juice? I'm gonna show you something right now. Like you can <laughs> definitely take. Oh wow! It looks yes. like you're not going to use that <laughs> fucking send in my way. Um, I mean, I might, I might actually send it your way. I'll talk. I'll let Amanda probably won't care, but no, if she no, if she wants to keep it, obviously. Um, the pancakes I made last week, gluten free, just because that's the lifestyle right now. But gluten free. But I made two different sets. I made chocolate chip banana, fucking delicious. And then I that made would be, that would be my go-to if I had a pancake. Banana and chocolate chip is like ideal. For see, me. I don't, I don't like. As an adult, I don't eat like plain pancakes. Like my pancakes no. have to have something in it, and it's usually fruit. Yeah, um, bananas so, are the best. Bananas or strawberries, maybe. So yeah, exactly. Bang. But I did banana chocolate chip, and then I did uh, apple, coconut, uh, cinnamon. So it was like a fucking you know like a candy apple kind of. Yeah. I love coconut. So like we we you know I usually shred- shredded unsweetened coconut, just like raw coconut. Oh, so good, so good. Mike, but you should I'll... just not eat gluten because honestly, I like for the most part. I mean, I get a lot of gluten these days, but I feel like it, I got to a point where gluten-free stuff just tasted normal. Didn't even taste like I wasn't eating anything different. I mean, I'm at the point where, like, if I eat 
processed food, like like stuff filled with like adjuncts and like fake shit and like fake fake things. It tastes fucking horrible. Like I I I ordered McDonald's like two months ago to try those fucking spicy nuggets and every single thing that I ate was garbage. Actually, last week I fucking caved real bad. I was like just not having a good day and Jen and I were just watching TV. It was late at night and a fucking commercial for Taco Bell came on and I was like, I haven't fucking Taco Bell in like a year. So I was like, I'm going to fucking Uber eat some fucking Taco Bell right now. And it was disgusting. It was so oh, Taco fucking Bell's gross. Good. Taco Bell no, was never good. I mean, back in the, I mean, back before all this, I did you ever, Taco did you ever Bell, watch but... like, did you ever watch people who worked at, like I'd go to the Taco Bell at the North Shore Mall real far back in the day. But I would like it's just like scooping a big vat of like this disgusting meat that like, I mean I it's, yes it's good but at the same time I'm like I don't know what the fuck's going on with any of the food I'm getting from that place. That's why like Liam Liam gets really mad because like I won't let him go to McDonald's. It's like a very special thing. It's like once like maybe every two months. So he, and he always wants a happy meal. He loves like the fries, chicken nuggets. And I was driving by the other day, and he was begging me. And I'm like, buddy, we're not getting that food. The food's trash. I just say it to him over and over. I yeah. like to tell him. And uh, I caved, and I was just like pulled in last second. He's like, oh, we're going to McDonald's, and it's like this amazing. So I think I'm doing it wrong because I'm actually making it seem like it's like this special thing he gets once in a while. So it's staying in his brain, like you know, I love this. Yeah, yeah. I know, but we're, it... I know we're so far off everything too, and I don't want to like dive too far. But this is just kind of plays into the same thing liam his is a brony now apparently um he you got, liked... you got mike's attention mike was yeah. like what <laughs> right. but no he like he's always wanted to watch my little pony i'm like well buddy i mean you don't really want to watch that and i'm like i'm being a dick about it you know like and i'll let him watch it half the time so finally i caved recently because he's asking for toys too and i was like you know what if i overdo him with toys like my little pony like i do with everything else he'll be done with this and like a week max and it actually is i bought him three my little pony toys and he's already done with it he's over it he doesn't even care anymore i'm like success you know it's like don't be a brony uh i, I mean i i don't need, i don't i've never watched a my little pony thing is it like it's terrible a it's good terrible. show at all no like you know me i like a lot of the stuff like i show him and everything and it's just not it's hard for me to watch it's not bad but it's just very boring yeah I will say I do want to enter the show and then get to like actual fucking yeah, conversation. Right. <laughs> but I, uh, the original like opening segue to this show was going to be so, uh, you know, I think it was last year. I can't remember what I, I have a list of, of, of what episode it would have been. But uh, a friend of the program, big brother legend, you know, arguably the best player to ever play the game. Dan Giesling was on the podcast, uh, Pass Control podcast. And we were also on his show, me and Jen. And then it's like, that's like a personal big deal for like me and Jen. Cause like he's, he's a, he's a legendary player. The season finale of big brother was this week, this current season. And one of the people, the person that ended up winning was like part of a duo for another player who is like arguably also the greatest player of all time. If not one of the best players of all time, his name is Derek. He's from Rhode Island. And because it was like his duo that won this current season, Derek was like on Instagram live all night, fucking drinking whiskey and smoking a cigar and just like talking about big brother and like talking about Cody, the kid who won and all this stuff. So Jen and I are watching it in bed. It's probably like one o'clock in the morning, 1230, something like that. I fall asleep 
but Jen's still watching it. And like, I don't watch a lot of Instagram live videos, but like you can like, there's the option for the person who's broadcasting to like co-broadcast with someone. So someone else's camera will show up with them and they can talk. Are you guys familiar with this? Mm -hmm. uh, vaguely. So he was letting people like just random fans, you know, he had like over a thousand people watching come on and talk briefly with him about big brother. It popped up on the screen and Jen clicked it and, you know, maybe like 15, 20 minutes went by or whatever. I was, I was dead asleep. I was asleep. Jen goes, Oh fuck. He accepted it. And he, she like pushed me and woke me. She's like, he accepted it. He accepted it. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, Derek fucking accepted it. It's going to turn the camera on and the lights are <laughs> off and the camera comes on. We split the screen with him and it's like pitch black. And, uh, I'm again, my hair is like fucking disheveled. Like I'm a mess right now. Thankfully I was wearing a shirt <laughs> and he's, he's just like, I can hear these guys, but I can't see anything. And then Jen turns the light on and I was like, Jen, I don't want this. You did this. Please take a phone. And like, this is broadcasting. And he's like, are you guys there? So then like I sit up and I'm like having a conversation with this, with, with Derek about, you know, big brother, whatever. And I'm like fucking not awake. And, uh, I don't know. And then I ended up being a good conversation for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I can't funny. believe Big Brother. Big Brother, yeah. I can't believe oh, I can't believe brother. that show's even on still. Listen. Anyways, welcome everyone to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about my little pony too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Friday evening, the eve to Halloween. I guess that would be called Hallow's Eve. <laughs> the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Desir. Mike, how are you doing on this fine evening? The heat doesn't really work in this room. So you're just uh, a cold guy? It, it's a little bit better now, but I think that's, that might just be because either it became warmer outside or just like the rest of the house warmed up. And it, you guys are putting heat on, you're crazy. I don't need on. I, 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 60, we're at 63 right now, and that's where it's staying. I, I try to avoid putting the heat on for as long as possible. I had also tried to do the same thing, but like it was really cold in this house today. And it didn't help that I didn't close my windows until today. Uh, that might have been a poor choice, but, meh, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is, Mike. Yeah, I, I was just bundled up all day, feeling good, nice and cozy. Nice and fucking cozy. I got my slippers on. I had to dig my slippers. I couldn't find them. They were like buried in my closet. I had to find my slippers. I had to switch from flip-flops to slippers today. Rounding us out on this lovely Friday evening is the former Overwatch fiend. Why are you shaking your finger? Why? I was just, wait I was just waiting to see where you were going. Oh, you why? You wanted me to? You you don't want me to say you're the Overwatch fiend again? You don't want you don't you don't want me to drop the former. Not you know I, mean? I mean, I haven't touched it. I haven't touched it in fucking. It's crazy. I haven't even. It's been over a month now where I haven't played a single match. He's such a liar, Mike. He's got like seventeen Smurf accounts, and he's just playing on the <laughs> side uh, incognito. Mister Action, bang, bang, shoot him up, Todd Gary. It's getting fucking scary. How you doing? How you doing tonight, Todd? Good. I want to play some fucking population one as soon as this is over. Oh shit, we playing some pop pop one after this week? We going we going to fucking we dropping it fucking uh cemetery? Mike's mm -hmm. <laughs> nice is your headset charged, Mike? Um I don't remember. Oh 
Mike, Mike, Mike. You should do, you should do is that. Is it in right the room now. with you right now? No, it's upstairs. You should run up and plug that bad boy in while I go over housekeeping. If you want. I mean, if if that's a night, if it's a thing you might want to dip into after. We'll get you a dub. I feel like I had made a slight commitment. I have to see what Dom's doing. I think Dom was trying to do some uh, the what night? the regular battle royale stuff. Oh, I mean, I'm. I mean, I'll they finally brought it. back regular. Um, probably not. But oh yeah, fuck that. I need. Yeah, I, I think I still need to get Doom's emote. After I get Doom's emote, I don't really care what happens in the yeah. game. Yeah. I mean, Todd, if regular if regular Fortnite's there, I'll split the difference. I'll play a little play a little Fortnite and then I'll hop in some Pop One. That's not. Yeah, I, I mean, I would do both. I, I just have zero interest in. I don't know if you played the more recent. Fortnite. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's, it's not, not terrible, yeah. but it's not great. Um. Anyways, a few housekeeping things before we roll into this week's episode. This episode of the Pass Control Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area, if you're in the North Shore of Massachusetts on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday evening and you need yourself something sweet something tasty something hot fresh out of the oven you can head on down to one washington square get yourself a delicious fatty or if you're like me and you're still social distancing to a point where you don't want to even see other people you can get yourself a fatty drop they'll bring it right to your door they'll drop it in your mailbox drop it on the driveway put it on top of your car wherever you need it to be they'll drop it contact free shoot you a text let you know it's there and you're good to go Every week, they have a different rotating set of cookies that, uh, let me tell you, fucking knock out of the park every week. Did you get cookies this week, Mike? Yet? I know uh, it's on Friday. I literally, I literally just ordered them. <clears throat> what, are the, what, are the, what are the flavors, Mike? I haven't looked. I, I already forget. It was, um, there was an Oreo something, and there was a... Ah, I'll have to look at it again, because I really don't remember. They, they seemed good. Okay, all right. If Mike they, ordered they them... I mean, you order the most weeks. Todd's drinking garbage beer. Uh, so for, for on Fridays from 4 to 10, Saturdays from 2 to 10, and Sundays from 2 to 9, you can get yourself some hot, fresh cookies. Either walk up, grab them, have them bring them out to your car, or have them deliver them right to your doorstep. To get the most accurate, up-to-date information on when they're open, what they got going on, you can check them out on social media, at Goodnight Fatty, and get yourself some delicious treats. <clears throat> Excuse me. This was supposed to be the episode where we talked about the October PTC Movie Club, but uh, due to some uh, poor poor planning on Todd and, and Mike's behalf, neither one of them watched the fucking movie. I'm an so, idiot too, because like there's been several nights, probably not like the last two weeks, but like early on in this month when I wouldn't have probably watched it. But uh, I watched like a bunch of random movies. <laughs> like I was like, I have nothing to watch right now. What can I watch? And I'm watching like garbage films, and I completely forgot. Idiot. You could have watched this garbage film instead. Hey, what? You didn't like it? I can't talk about it. We're supposed to be the episode we talk about. We can't talk about it tonight. So uh, we will talk about Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, can I watch it with week. Liam? Uh, I mean, it's probably like it's. I mean, they don't swear or anything. I mean, he watched me play Resident Evil Three remake. I'm pretty sure he'll be okay if he watches. Like, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I mean, they don't like. I don't think I don't remember them swearing at all or anything. But it's. I mean, it's about war. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Oreo pudding dough, chocolate chip smashed with Halloween Oreos, Snickers fatty, uh, Snickers, cinnamon toast crunch. I might have to place an order myself when this episode is over. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, rolling along with this housekeeping, we do have our next spoiler cast coming in November. Persona 5 Royal. Very exciting. It'll be 
more details about who's going to be on that episode and when that episode is going to drop. But you can look forward to that in November. We're going to do a deep dive on Persona 5 Royal, and it's going to be a, a great time. Minus, I, I just want to say something about Persona 5. And it's some, <clears throat> a trend that I saw with every single one of you except for Mike. It seemed like everyone had a really hard time like trying to get through finishing that game. That just doesn't seem like a good fucking thing to me. Like Everyone's like, Maybe I'll finish it this night. I don't no, know. No, it's just we'll it's just a long game. It's not like no, I, but the game it's not like it's not point. like you everyone's have been pl- everyone's been playing it forever at this point. So it's like yeah, but I feel it's like not... it can't be that good of a game if you guys aren't wanting to finish it after this no, much of a time. There's a difference between wanting to finish it and the game is just very long. Like it's yeah. not like it's not like like I, I know you're, you're talking about Cam's tweets, I'm assuming. Yeah, I don't think Cam's the only person I've seen who's said that that game's like they you were like because I know you were trying to get through it. I've seen like other people say like I'm chugging through it. I'm trying, you know. Well, because like at least for us too specifically, like we're we're trying to get to this spoiler cast. So it's like we have a million other things going on. We want to finish this game, but it's a game that's like not short. I mean, on on a on a normal not Brendan playthrough, Mike, it's what at least like an eighty to ninety hour game. Yeah, maybe like a hundred hours, but yeah. yeah. I mean, hundred hours. That's not that bad. I beat Red Dead Two in eighty something hours. Yeah, but I feel like that's on the high side. That's not a regular playthrough of that game. A regular, yeah, a, a regular, an average playthrough of, of Red Dead Two. Yeah, I have no idea. Probably like uh, 60. Is, I'd say is 60, sixty hours. Probably. Sixty hours. Yeah. Uh, according to how long to beat. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you're, I think you're like confusing the two points of like we're just trying to get no, the game done, not that it's hard to get done. Though. No, I think like everyone raves about that game. When I like a game, I don't stop fucking playing that game. I'm fucking. Todd, I didn't game. stop playing it. It's just it took me 188 hours. That's not. Eh, that's a lot of time. Definitely, we're not playing that like for a couple weeks. Like there was some weeks where like you weren't playing that game. Yeah, the week that Last of Us, the the week that I was playing The Last of Us one, the week that I was playing The Last of Us two. Well, so perfect. Uh, so you know that the week, better games. The week, the week that I was playing Ghost of Tsushima. No, those yeah, are just games that are yeah. fucking 30 hours. A game you want to talk about a game that was hard to get through. Last of Us Two was a game that was hard to get through. I desperately <laughs> wanted that game to be. Over. Didn't we beat that quick though? We all I feel like we all beat that within like four days. Yeah, I mean it was a, it was again that's a forty hour game compared to a fucking hundred and eighty eight hour game. Should have been a hundred and eighty eight hour game and fucking. I never would have played it. <laughs> never would have played it. Imagine um, if we got a game like that for at like a hundred and plus hours though. That'd be nuts. I would want nothing to do with it. Oh, I'd love I, it. I I. I I don't want to, like for people who didn't listen to our spoiler cast or haven't heard me talk about Last of Us Two previously. I, I don't dislike that game. It's just for me, for me personally, it was just a very difficult from a from a story aspect and very difficult from a gameplay aspect of certain things that just like weighed me personally down. That were again not necessarily bad. Just like I don't play a lot of like intense, emotionally fucking draining things so for me it was like i need to get through this as soon as possible because i am done fucking trudging through this misery um anyways so look forward to our persona 5 royal Worldcast coming in november it'll be myself and mike and a few special guests we'll leave it at that for now so before we roll into the main topics of the evening, uh, have you guys been playing anything different? Anything other than the normal stuff we've been playing? Or Mike? Uh, no. Bro, you've been playing Population One. 
Well, I figured you guys wanted to talk about it. So I didn't <laughs> well, up. we already we've already talked about it. So, Mike, now that you've been playing a little bit of Population One, how do you feel about that game? Yeah, you know, it's all right. Um, definitely takes some getting used to. And I think yeah. once you get used to that game, it you turn a corner and you're just like, oh, okay, this game makes it like. Once you get comfortable with like controls and everything in that game, I feel like it it takes a turn for the good. Yeah, it can be like a little frustrating at first because you know you're just fucking spazzing around trying to reload a gun. For people listening who don't know what we're talking about, because this I feel like is a kind a sort of niche title, is because it's a it's a VR game that's on Steam and on Oculus Quest. Um, that's a you know it's a it's a VR battle royale. So, do you think it's a good game, Mike, or you just like do you think it's a good game? It's just like hard to get used to because it's VR, or yeah, I mean. It's it's ambitious and you know I like the idea of a VR battle royale so it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and if someone if I know someone already likes BRs or you know shooting games and they got an Oculus, I say like yeah you know what you should try out Population One. Yeah. What I I mean, unless I, I guess I could listen to last week's episode and see if we did try to like coax you into buying the game, but I feel like we didn't try to do yeah, that. Yeah, it came out of nowhere when you yeah. told us we. Yeah, I, I was I was actually yeah I was kind of shocked when you said that you bought it. What what made you buy it? Um, I think I just watched the trailer for it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I think I when when it first dropped, and then buy it right away. I was a little hesitant when I saw the trailer, and then Todd bought it and was like, "This is amazing." I was like, fuck it, I'll buy it, because Todd has it. And the first, like, match or two, I was, like, not sure how I felt, because it was, like, not easy to get used to. I was like, I'm fucking terrible at this. Right. But now that we've, like, sunk, you know, sunk some, a couple hours in there, uh, Todd way more. Todd's probably played, like, fucking 20 hours of this. Yo, I'm, I'm 550 for kills right now. Like, Todd's, like, least. obsessed with his rank in this game. Like, he's he's trying to be fucking top top 20. He's trying to be top, top 25. Top take uh, that stupid dog at once. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like it. I will say, I feel like last week we mentioned, like, you know, oh, the community seems, like, really nice and, like, you know, whatever. Fucking me and Tom were playing last night, and it was, like, people using the N-word and just, like, all the stuff. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So now this is, like, just like any other horrible, toxic online game. Great. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't disagree with you. Like, we did run into a couple, but, like, I'll say, like, I've def- I've probably put close to 10 hours into that game already. And uh, I'd say, like, the, the bad experiences I've had have been very minor compared to the positive. Yeah, yeah I, I, some, I, I agree. I've had some wins, like, I've had some wins with, like, like, yesterday, before we played, I had a win with this group of dudes. And we were just, like, on point, calling out fucking everything. I, that was a game I, I had eight kills. Another kid in our team had five. Like, I think we wiped, like, the entire room, basically. But we were sweeping every section together. And just calling out everything, like it, it was like what I always wanted in Overwatch, basically constant communication and constant like working together as a team. And yeah, uh, yeah, it was great. So, it, but last night we did we had a couple of duds. It, it's it's so based on if we get stuck with kids that just want to be douchebags. I I just like for a game like that. I, I mean, I'm not gonna hold I'm not gonna hold it to like I'm only gonna play when it's both of you on. But like that's a that's a game that it's like. If you're playing with two people that you know, it's just a way better experience. And I, I hope I want them to add a feature. Not, granted, it's very like a very small portion of you actually in the game, but 
I, I just want to mute all the mics in that fucking lobby. Like when you go to the like pregame lobby and everyone's in there, I like I don't want to hear anything <laughs> anyone else is saying for the most part. It's just people yelling and little kids screaming. It's it's right. fucking terrible. But outside of that, I think the game's fantastic. Um, what about you, Todd? Anything anything uh, new making its way across your uh, your? Uh, uh, I think just all the VR stuff, and uh, I started Watch Dogs Legion yesterday, so I'm kind of running through that right now. What do you think of that so far? So I enjoy it. I'm liking it, but here's a big but with this game. Oh boy. If I bought this game when there were tons of games out right now, this game would probably get shelved and I probably wouldn't even be playing it. Like say like cyberpunk came out like a week later, like, you know, or something like that. It's, it came out at the right time because I have not, I don't have much to play on my Xbox right now. I've just been like diving into game pass games and shit like that. So, um, it's good. I, I'm enjoying it so far. I don't know if I've gotten far to give a good opinion on what it is. It's not your typical game. It's not you're not running around like the first one. You use a gun the whole time. You're mowing people down. This mm-hmm. game, you're you're more using like this little spider robot and like you're using drones and you're not really shooting. If you if you use your gun, you have a gun that shoots like electric. It's like a a taser basically. Yeah. Um, so it's so different from the first game, and it's more in line with the second game, which the second game I didn't play a lot of. Uh, but it's cool. It's different. It's it's very different. Uh, it's you know me. I'm Mister Action. Shoot 'em up, bang bang. Uh, oh no, but, shit, like, <laughs> Mister Action. Shoot 'em up, bang bang. <laughs> but uh, you know those are the kind of games I like, and I'm digging it so far, even though it's not like heavy on the action. The story's pretty good so far, and uh, mm-hmm. it's cool. You can you can basically recruit any NPC in this game. So uh, every NPC has their own attributes, their own skills. Uh, their own, you know, it's 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 crazy. So I haven't really dived into really recruiting people yet. I think that's where like the meat of the game comes down to is like going out there and just recruiting. I did put on permadeath, so if you die in the game, that character's gone. Uh, so I've only lost one character so far, but it's cool. It's cool. I, I like that idea with that because, I mean, if I'm already jumping around from character to character, I might as well just do permadeath because I feel like you're not going to have any really connection to the main character because you're technically not a main character in this game you're just jumping around yeah but yeah so far so good you know we'll see as soon as a new game comes out i mean i'm sure i'll, I'll at this point i played a lot of it so far. i'll probably finish the game i'm assuming unless it's way too long yeah i think i think you'll you'll probably muscle through it i don't know yeah. I, i've never played watchdogs i always liked the concept but i never really gave any of them a shot um it's funny because when you were talking about that, I just like re I, I clicked on my web browser and it refreshed Twitter and cam just finished persona five. <laughs> <laughs> like literally he just posted. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was actually shocked that you bought Watch Dogs Legion just cause I was like, I feel like no one was talking about this game. None of us were talking about this game. And then Todd was like, sent me a picture. I was like, did you buy the game? He's like, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, well, it was, I didn't it, even know it was coming out. Like I knew it was coming no, out, but I didn't even it. know that it came it's out soon. this week. Uh, and it came out on like a, it came like it was supposed to come out Friday. Like I don't know what gaming companies have been doing recently, but I've seen a lot recently where like a game gets dropped on like a Wednesday night or like Thursday. They're like, hey, it's you can just buy it now. And it's so weird to me because it, it was it was scheduled for Friday, and then all of a sudden I think I bought it on Wednesday. I can't even remember, but uh, it's just weird. Uh, maybe yesterday. Maybe, I, maybe I, I think it was yesterday. It was whatever day I drove to the office. That's why I like digital. I can just fucking. I don't even have to go go to Game Zone anymore and buy the games early. I can just get them on on digital. 
Okay, but it, this game, this game is going to benefit from coming out before all the big titles. Although I don't even know what big titles are coming out at this point. I mean, Assassin's Creed, and that's going to be for. I mean, I mean, I, I at this point, I'm assuming we're not going to see Cyberpunk till after the New Year. I mean, it's got pushed to December like 10th. Yeah, and, and but, I mean, it could said, still like, get pushed someone, again. But but someone literally wrote a tweet after saying, "Please." tell me this is going to be the last thing and they're like no this is the last thing but there might be and it was like it was a very like kind yeah. of uh, wait what so i wouldn't I be know. surprised at this point i like i i was like excited for that game i was hoping to like the game but i'm it's like i don't think at any point i was expecting it to blow my socks off and i still don't know if it if it will and like all of the stuff surrounding it at this point now with like between crunch and like other issues that are going on, but you know, with, with other, other things that the, you know, that are just happening in regards to that game in the studio. I'm just like the, these, the, this team, like they, they can't just like sit in a room and figure out what the right thing to do and say is like, they have to just continually shoot themselves in the fucking foot. It's because no, I mean, I don't see that stuff doesn't bother me. And I mean, like, because I think anyone who works in this industry, and I know it's not the right thing to say, but they know it's, what yeah, they're Yeah, you should just stop into. yourself now. It's not no, the right thing no, to say. No, no, but they know what they're getting into. They know that- But like, that doesn't what, make like, it right. That like, doesn't make it like okay. When, I, when, when we chose a restaurant manager, we knew we were going to make good money, so- But that still doesn't make it okay. Be, it doesn't make it okay, but guess what comes into play more before our personal life for most people? Money. Money is way more important to people than most things. And then all the things come into play after you get that money. So if, if, if again that's what the 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 point like is that Street, doesn't make it like, right, it's, it, but it's every job. It's every job is like this. So no job is right. But that still doesn't no make it right. right. I get it, but like it's change like it's doesn't not. come if people don't speak up and people don't try to look for the right answer or the better way or whatever. But the investors are the ones who have to make the change. These developers are not going to be the ones who are going to make the change. Investors are the people who are fucking funding these games. So as long as like they're going to be dumping money into these people to make this game, these fucking developers are just going to fucking get this game out and they're going to do whatever it takes to get this game out. They're they're not going to fucking they're not going to stop anything. It's and dude, it's it, it just frustrates me because I hate how like all I see is that the video game industry it's crunch 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 it's fucking not just it's every fucking industry it's not just the video game industry it's like yeah film, it's movies, yeah it's sure music, it's, it's in it's in every industry but that again it, but why are we only making a big deal about video you, games and not anything we're else? not only making a big deal about video games you just follow video game people on twitter so that's the discourse you see stuff, but i don't see a lot yeah of people but there are i'm sure there are other journalists and other reporters that are reporting on this type of stuff in other fields but you're not following those specific story beats i feel like at this point if you're in video game design or video game development you know what it entails you're not going in blindsided like oh shit i'm getting crunched what you know it's if you're making, I, I, like, the, I don't necessarily think it's people that are going into it going, oh, I'm so shocked this is a thing. I think it's just, hey, this is a game that's probably going to sell a fucking shit ton of money. The last game is the last game the studio put out is, you know, for some people regarded as the best game ever made. Like this is a studio that can handle and can choose to take the time they need to take for like the health of their fucking employees but it, they're not doing that. They're they're pushing it out to try to meet a deadline. Know, but this game's like eight it. years in development. That's like a long time. Like, yeah. So that's that's a, that's another reason where it should be like, how how long have some of these people been working one hundred hour plus work weeks? That's not healthy. That's not normal in any in any field. That's not healthy or normal. 
but they don't have to work for that developer if that's the case. They have freedom to go. They, I mean, sure. That, Where are they going to get a fucking job? I don't know. I mean, we've been able to figure it out in our lives with fucking shitty jobs from here to here. Like, you know, you make shitty it work. jobs from here to here. I, video game jobs are not a fucking you can't just walk down the street and get a new video game job. It's not like they're just hiring at every studio. You can't just fucking walk up and get a job. I don't know. I feel like if at this point, if you're diving into this career and you're worried about crunch, then I think you're getting into the wrong career. But you just said that it's like that in every career. It is. So then should just not work? Should just not work then? No, that's what you just deal with it because that's what it is. You got to fucking no, deal with this. No, I, I, I 100,000% disagree with you. You just deal with it. That's fine. If, I get it. If, if, I get if, it. If I mean, there I get aren't the people that are trying to make change, then. Bro, they, we can't even change politics. You think they're going to fucking change the, a multi-billion dollar gaming industry? It all comes down to the fucking, the people who have the money. That's it. These developers aren't going to change shit. Same with like when we come when we talk about like politics and everything else. Nothing ever changes. It's always the same. And people speaking up still doesn't change anything. It never changes anything. It, you need someone with money to make the change, and that's just never going to happen. It's not. If so enough always... people talk about it and enough people fight back against it, things will change. Dude, Jason Schreier has been talking about crunch for like seven years now, and nothing has changed. And he's putting exposing it and everything. And then we're still getting the same stories about the same. I'm so glad that Todd just fucking lagged out. I'm so glad because this is the <laughs> dumbest conversation and I no, like 10 million I, I, percent disagree with you. No, because, dude, it's not going to change unless the people who have money change it. That's it. It's the, the, These people speaking up, we see people speaking up all the time in so many walks who, of life. Who, who is speaking up right now in, in far, I mean, as far as Crunch? Example, who, who is speaking up? In, we're talking about Crunch. Oh, who is I'm, speaking I'm up talking, about Crunch? I'm saying Jason Schreier has been talking about Name crunch. one other person besides Jason Schreier. I mean, because I think everyone accepts the fact that, like, if if, if Jason Schreier is not some small fry either, he's the biggest name in gaming journalism. He is hands down. He everyone is listening to him. Everyone and people are like, like you know, nervous. But all these biggest games that are the biggest blockbuster hits are all games that have come from heavy crunch. So clearly, I mean, you're not. The thing is, if we don't, if we want to get rid of crunch. That's cool. I don't fucking care. But at the same time, you're going to see games take 15 years and you're not going to get these turnaround of games that you normally see right now. You're not. They're going to take way longer to produce. They're going to take way longer to make. And it's just, it's, it's, it's like, I would love for people's voices to be heard. But if you don't have you money. You wouldn't. You, you, no. But you, if you, you don't the have point, money, No, the matter. point, the point that you're making right now is you need to have your game and you can't wait. 10 years for it. I don't that's, the that's, the point. that's the, that's the point you just made. But I have plenty of other games to play. I don't need their game. Like, there's so many other games coming out. Like, I, I, I'm overwhelmed with games. And you know, like, we talk about how overwhelmed know. we are with games. I, I do not agree with really anything that you're saying about on this topic. Yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I mean, I stand by anything I say. I mean, it's just, I like, if, if this is, this is crunch, this crunch isn't like a new topic that we just started talking about this year. No, it's We've not. talking about, but, but, but the, the, listen, the only reason why there are people talking about it is because this is a game that people are excited about and it's a game that people want. So the people that want the game and are excited about the game don't want to have to feel bad about liking or wanting the game. And Why would you feel bad about liking the game? If, if, if all the developers who worked there came out and were like publicly blasting them after this came out, then I would say, yeah, okay, there's clearly a problem here. But if, if there's this radio silence across the board after you just made this game, then I, I don't see. Todd, you do realize that if, if like you and I work at the same day job, if you mm -hmm. and I decided to speak up 
vocally, publicly about an issue at our job, what do you think would happen? Before they would anything? listen, and then, then they would listen, and then do nothing. They would either they would, that, they, or they would yeah. fire us, or now find or us. find a way to push us out. One hundred percent. I mean, it depends 100%. on how aggressive. It depends on how aggressive. Listen, I'm, and I'm sure. Like the, I'm sure that there are people that are totally fine with with working a crunch lifestyle. That that's that's there are people that are fine doing that, and that's fine. And I'm not. I'm I'm just saying that there's clearly issues. Speaking about video games in particular, there there's clearly issues, and the only way change is ever going to happen is if people like Jason are trying to dig into it and expose things and people that work at these studios speak up for themselves, whether anonymously or not. Didn't they expose Witcher three though? And like, here we are, we're having the same conversations that like Witcher three went through the same things. And that game's like, I don't know, eight years old. So clearly like what, I mean, that's why I don't think things are going to change. We're talking about the same studio that, had issues with Witcher 3 and now here we are they have the same issue so nothing's clear none of tonight's episode was supposed to be about crunch you brought this whole conversation (laughs) up and I don't even know why I actually think it's a good conversation I don't I think this is not a fruitful conversation I I mean listen like I said it comes down to where the money's coming from you want change you shake those guys down nothing is going to change unless those guys take a hit so I mean, I, I, that that's basically what it comes down to. These developers don't have enough power to do this. It's basically like when like people buy breweries, and you know, there's so many people behind the scenes telling them what to do, rather than like the people who are actually running the company. It's it, it, it there's not much they're gonna change until that aspect of this thing changes. Follow the money. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you about. No, I know. I, I I'm the, not saying... the people that don't have the people that aren't in the power it's hard for them to enact any type of change but having these conversations and having people you know that are trying to dig into the truth and expose things i don't think is i don't think it's a bad thing i just don't think i don't think i I don't think it's a bad thing at all no but i think that it's been focused on for many years now so i mean what's the next step i mean i don't think it's been focused i mean i don't i listen I can't speak for Jason or people like him that are doing that type of work, but I would imagine that at some point when you continue to be loud about these types of issues and expose people and expose companies, at some point, other people are also going to step up and say something or do something or whatever. It's only a matter of time before that happens. Off topic, but like Amazon's a perfect example. Where no, Everyone speaks up about that fucking place, but they don't like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it comes from the top down. You, all these people can speak up all one. Guess what? Do you know how many other people want to be video game designers? Video. There's plenty of people in line that they'll probably be like, all right, well, you come along this way now. We'll take you. It's all about knowing what you're getting into. Yeah. So, so remember when I said that you you said that that people at these studios need to speak up or stand up. They're, they they're not going to do that out of no, risk I don't of being think they fired. Stand up. I think they know what they're getting into. I don't. I think at this point in 2020. These guys know exactly what they're getting into when you're diving into, and unless you haven't been paying attention to fucking anything, if you dive into a video, every studio doesn't do that. Every studio doesn't have crunch. Maybe some people are just better at hiding stuff. I think personally, you know, like maybe like maybe they have a crunch, but like they're taking care of their people better at a different studio. Where like, listen, you know, I don't. There's a difference between like 
hey, we're going through a period where, you know, maybe we're going to have to work some overtime. Maybe we're going to have to do that. Every job has that. There, yeah. There's we're in our day job. We're in that time of the year right now. We're like, it's the busiest time of the year. You know, you're probably going to work a little bit more than you normally do or, 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 or longer hours. And our, pay, and our pay doesn't fluctuate. It doesn't change. It's what it is. You know, it's, just, but, it but is. that's, and, and that's, again, like you said, that that's in every field and you're not wrong about that. But for people at a studio that is going to make a lot of money off of this game have already been crunching for weeks, if not months, 100 plus hour work weeks, now have to continue to do that for more weeks, more 100 plus weeks up until December. That is not normal. Yeah, it sucks. But at the same time, but it's not normal. Yeah, no, and it, and and it think, shouldn't be okay. I think well, you, the problem you is, it is but, normal. But you shouldn't I think it hear is that. Normal, no, it's not. And you shouldn't hear that and go, or if, if it is normal, then there's a fucking systematic problem that needs of to course. be addressed. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're hearing that and saying they're no, they know what they're getting into, that's the like complete wrong mindset to be in. That that's not. I mean, I'm basing it off life experience of like jobs I've done and everything. Like I, I've witnessed, like you know, no job has ever really been fair. It hasn't been. I mean, and we're foolish to sit here and say that like every job should be by the book following these rules. I would love for that to fucking be the case, but it's just not realistic in our world. It's just not. So then there's 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 a reason that people who have good intentions are trying to expose or give a voice or a platform to people who are suffering from these unfair conditions to hopefully change stuff. Wouldn't I we don't ha- hear like a lot more from people who maybe were in the d- development hell for a long time and at this point now speak out more about that that maybe no. might not even be in the video game industry anymore. That, no, like, why like, why would they if they have if they have a chance of getting fired? Relative to, no, 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 I'm saying like they're not in the like say someone who like like a 10-year-old game that had a heavy crunch time. Like there's definitely people Because who I don't crunch. think like I don't think that crunch is as crunch is definitely bigger than what we know of, but I don't think it's this thing that plagues every single studio, every single fucking decade, every, you know, whatever. Listen, the only people that Stryer comes out for, for these crunch articles, are fucking the biggest games ever. I guarantee if he looked further into smaller games, he'd probably find the same shit. Obviously, you're going to go after the biggest games, because guess what? The biggest games are going to draw the biggest fucking crowds and the biggest, like, people reading your shit. Like, I guarantee, like, he's not going to go after some, some fucking small little independent thing that might be doing the same thing that all these other fuckers are doing, but they're cool with it. You know, like, he's not going to do that because that's not going to generate crazy buzz like Naughty Dog would or CD Projekt Red or any of these other guys. So so now you're just saying that you're convinced he's doing it for for clicks and buzz. I, I mean, like, I like I you know me. I've talked about Stryer a lot with you recently. I was a huge fan. I used to listen to his podcast. I think that... um him going, I don't think he wants. I I guarantee you that dude won't even be doing gaming news in like another ten years. I guarantee he'll move, he'll try to move on to something else. I don't. I think he's going to because who goes to Bloomberg? But what, the gaming? But, but what does that have to do with literally anything else? Oh we're no, talking no. About? I mean, because like that's I mean, listen. Because every big article he has is about crunch. Like I would like to know something else that's going on in the video game world. We you have plenty of other places to do that. Yeah, but what do you and mean? He like, does what? write art. He does write. I mean, this is now. I are we talking about Crunch or talking about Jason Schreier? Like, I don't, I don't know. No, what, I, 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 I'm just. I mean, he's just like a lead example because I feel like he's like you know because he's like the only big journalist that talks about this stuff. 
Yeah, I mean that's that's cool. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, and the I, reason I'm he's sure. at a place like Bloomberg is because, you know, I, other non-traditional like other 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 platforms, other news outlets that are traditionally not really focused on entertainment and or video games in particular, the video game industry is the fucking explode continuing to explode and grow grow and grow and it's you know if not the biggest entertainment uh you know revenue stream compared to music movies you know television all that other stuff i mean video games are 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 the king so yeah i i mean it makes sense for someone like bloomberg to to have i, I mean i don't really follow bloomberg stuff aren't they mostly about like Business. finance and money yeah, and business yeah, yeah. yeah. so i mean it 100 percent makes sense for them to have someone that is talking about that type of stuff in video games when it's one of the biggest most profitable you know entities and business that exist so i mean yeah i i'm sure he's getting a nice paycheck from bloomberg as opposed to you know where he was before kotaku so i i don't know i i, I don't know what this episode is about now I'm just like <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I think that that conversation is not like a crazy conversation we're having. I think it is. No, I don't think it is either. I just like part of what you're saying is you you are like sick of the conversation. But yeah, we just talked about it for like I'm 30 not minutes. sick of the conversation. I just don't either. If you're going to keep on reporting on something, do something to make it better in your reporting or I guess move on because. At this point, I just feel like he's repeating himself ad nauseum, just like over and over again. Like, so cool. We know these people are crunching. You've already said these people are crunching. So what's next? What's the next thing we figure out if we're going to combat this? Yeah, but is, thing is his, has a with? his job as a reporter, his job, his job isn't necessarily here's yeah, no, the no, game plan that, for but, fixing this. So he's going to continue saying... to report on the problems. He's going to continue to report on the news. I mean, I, I think it is important to know that this stuff is going on. And I think you know, as it continues to go on, especially, listen, like, I think bigger news would be him being like, there is no crunch with this game. I think that would be bigger news and repeating the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And maybe he's hoping to find that, but he's not finding that. Well, that, and that just proves that fucking it's all the same everywhere. It doesn't mean you should stop reporting on it. So then every no, news reporter no, no, should no, stop. No, every news reporter should stop talking about Trump because it's the same I've garbage. Said that forever, man. I've said that for fucking ever. Like, I just don't, don't show his press conferences. Stop Mike, giving this guy fucking. Mike, what do you, Mike, what do you think about crunch in, in, in video games? Please, crunch someone else speak, speak, speak about <laughs> um, something. Uh, yeah, I'm super bummed that I was looking for a Captain Crunch filter for me to use <laughs> to switch to. I couldn't find one. And that was going to be my sole contrib. Contribution now you're just, now you're just a bootleg Rick. I know, it's it's sad, really. <laughs> well, well, well. Now, now you have to, you know, pony up here, pony up some thoughts. What, what, what do you think about crunch in the video game industry? I think crunch is bad, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I agree with you. But we know that though. Like, but that's not the that's not the aspect of the problem that I find with it. I just, you know, what I, is I'll, what is. They keep on holding the developers. They keep on holding the developers' feet to the fire, and not the people who are actually fucking giving the money to the game. I think that's my biggest problem. I, I, that, you mean I think us? That is, the consumer? No, no, the people who are like, like anything else. You think the developers are the only people getting like? There's people throwing money to these. This there's people who are giving lots of money to these developers. These developers don't fucking have this money to make this game. Dud, you, you do realize that I'm sure that Jason and other people reach out to these people, but why the fuck would any of those people ever give a statement? Why would they do that? 
Uh, I mean, I'm talking about, but there's plenty of people who aren't either in the industry anymore who have moved on to a new, like they can easily who? talk about. Who them. are all these people that you're look, talking about that look, used to I'm be in the talking, industry and crunched for so long and now they're I'm not, not in the industry? Um, you, don't, you don't think there's developers that are out there that know exactly what goes on in this world that maybe not, might, like, you know, like we work in the beer industry. There's plenty of people who've jumped ship and gone to other fields. Like this, you don't think there's people that have done that in the game industry that could easily talk about no, this if they wanted to like talk? A hundred percent, but. I, I don't think that every person deals with crunch and I don't think that every person that works at a development studio are like every employee that walks in there, either a, some of them again, probably don't care if, if, if you're, you know, not to like completely paint a, a very broad picture here, but you know, for instance, if you're a single person and you don't have a, a husband or a wife, you don't have kids, you don't have these other commitments and time, time things you have to you know worry about you maybe you're more okay maybe you're a younger person maybe you're okay with working 100 hours because you're putting together a game you love you're passionate about like all these people are clearly love love what they're working on and are passionate about it and want people to play it and want people to love it and want people to be excited about it but that doesn't mean at the same time there can be negatives and bad parts about it and i think that for some people crunch is you know a debilitating thing that can like cause some really bad, you know, ripples of, of, of stress and other, other, you know, negatives on your life outside of your work. I mean, the thing that I've always cared about, and this is 100% why I have switched jobs, you know, in and out of the restaurant industry into where I am now and stuff is I care so heavily about my work life balance. Yeah. Quality of life. Of course. So but you what, know, but you you're able to make that choice. So why can't these other guys? If they if if there's plenty of other places that aren't doing the crunch. Okay, Todd, where where, other... do you, where is CD Projekt Red? Do you know where it's located? Montreal. I don't even know. Is it no, Canada? it's I in Poland. Do you Poland, think that okay. there's fucking a million jobs that that someone that's a game developer in Poland can go just find a new job? I mean, when you're getting into a field like if you're jumping into a a, a, a field like game development. Are it's you gonna not, put in your whole, it, are you gonna put it is whole not, yourself into one category though, like it, one it, studio? It is not on the developer, the person that's working in the studio. It is not on them to decide, hey, I've heard that these bad things exist in certain places. So now I can't fucking do this job. Like, no. That's that's that like there's I'm not an, saying that, but you're saying like if there's only one place that they can go to work at. No, all I'm saying maybe is they're choosing the wrong field. No, what I'm telling wrong. you is you keep saying that there's the ability for people to just fucking go and work somewhere else. I mean, if you that's don't have not kids the solution, stuff, huh? I'm saying, but, but what? Is, but my point is that we keep on getting these articles, but there's still no solution. It's it's like how many? It's not Jason's more? job to fucking solve I'm it. I'm not saying it's Jason's job, but I'm saying like fucking. It's no one's job to solve like, it. It's no reporter's job. To solve. That's not what you're trying you. to do. I completely agree with you. But at this point, you put out another crunch article. It's clearly not playing. It's clearly not doing what they want to do. It's not. It's exposing it, but it's not changing. Nothing's changing. So I think. I don't. I think you are. I. I think. I. I don't. I. I don't. I guess I just don't know the angle you're trying to get at. His job is to report the news. The yes. news is. This is what's happening. And hey, we just heard more things about how bad it's going to be. The game yeah. got delayed again, and now these people have to work another 100-hour work week until December 10th or no, whatever. We don't, but I'm so, saying at this I mean, point, that's it's news. not surprising. It's, but, but it's not surprising. It, but it doesn't mean it's not news. His job is to report the news. He's reporting it's, it's news. Like telling me, it's like telling me, like, hey, Trump lied again today. I'm like, yeah, no shit. You're like, you know, like, okay, I, but I, it's still the news, and they're going to report on it. 
no, that's cool. They can keep on reporting on it. That's fine. But like, that's their I, job. They're reporters. I, I get that, but it's it's but the whole thing about investigating journalism is to like is to find some crazy deep stuff that might be going on, and it's just the same shit at every fucking studio across the board. Like it's Naughty Dog. It's all the biggest names. You name it's one every developer? studio across the board. You've named two developers. Two. Okay. But you act like this is the only place that has ever been. I'm not, and I'm sure there are others. But Rock, you've named Rockstar, two. my favorite game, Red Dead. Three. Like all, all these fucking guys, dude. Like it, it doesn't mean it's okay. Biggest, it doesn't mean it's okay. I, I, and again, you're naming three. Okay. You're naming three studios that make blockbuster games that sell and do yeah, very we well. I'm sure so they. Studios have it even so worse. those Indian. studios, those studios, should be more than equipped to hire the right amount of employees. So that, that crunch is avoidable to allow people to work on the game until it's done in a reasonable time constraints and not, hey, like we, need, we, need it, we need it out by fiscal quarter fucking th three. So, hey, it needs to be done by then. Like that, that those are the issues. Like those are the things that need to be solved. And it's. It's not sexy news. It's not news that that is going to make us happy. We're not going to read it and be like, yeah, perfect. I can't wait for cyberpunk like. It's just news, and it's the shady, shitty part of the industry, and if people don't report on it and continue to report on it, it's just going to continue to get swept under the rug, and people are going to continue to have but I horrible lives. I think that's my point, though. I feel like it's been reported on, and it's still getting swept under the rug. So at what point – like, so what's next? Like, Because it's been getting swept under the rug. But All why do you care so much? Why are you so against him report or anyone reporting oh, on no, it? No, no, no. I'm not against anyone reporting. I just keep on doing it. But but my, I guess my question is, if there's no change in the industry, then clearly this is more of a deep-rooted thing that's been going on for way longer than Jason Schreier's report. But it doesn't mean stop reporting on it. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, like, it, nothing's changing. So, so what... I mean, you can put out this article. It's not his job to change it. He's doing I'm his part, which is reporting I'm on the news. I'm saying that people don't care, apparently. Because if people care, they can vote with their wallet no. and not buy the game. But that doesn't fucking then work. Then you're fucking over the developer. And then you're fucking over the people who've been working Listen, in these long hours. voting with so your like, wallet is a, is a dumb fucking phrase that fucking doesn't fucking it. mean anything and it doesn't work. And you you... You can be excited about Cyberpunk, but still realize that there's issues crunch and then some that need to be addressed, but still buy the game and still enjoy the game. But it, like, because y y the grand you, not you specifically, because people out there are sick of hearing about crunch or sick about hearing somebody or someone. So I'm not sick about shitting on the fucking parade of this I'm game is coming out. I'm not seeing any change across the board. So I'm not sick of hearing about it, but I'm, at this point, I'm like, okay, cool. These articles keep coming out. It's wrong. It's bad. But here we are. So clearly, it's a deep-rooted problem within the industry that, like I said, like these developers clearly don't give a shit because Naughty Dog still got busted for the same shit. They got busted years ago. They got busted again. Rockstar got busted years ago. They got busted again. CD Projekt Red. It's, it's, it's all these guys say, sorry, I apologize. Sorry, I apologize. We shouldn't be doing this. We put out a statement and then... Guys, this is what the, they're probably in their closed door meetings. Guys, we all know this is what it is. So just keep on doing what you're doing. And it's and they know that it's not affecting their sales. Like if this was, like I, I agree with you. I think voting with your wallet's fucking dumb. Uh, I'm still gonna because you're fucking over way more people than you actually think you're doing better for. You know, like the the small people that like you know that are only making like 30k, 40k. 
you're fucking over even smaller people. So I get it, but I, 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 I don't know. I just, I, I, I think it's just like, like I said, I could go back to it. It's like every fucking other job, and all these other jobs are never getting fixed either. It's just it. I, I, it sucks to say it is what it is, but we haven't seen a drop of change across the board. I don't know a, a good story. Maybe, I mean, maybe you know one. I don't know. I don't know, like, a good story that's come from any of these things. Like, a positive thing that's, like, yes, finally, these guys don't have to do the crunch. But we keep on hearing it year end over year end. And, like, it, it, the, the media cycle is crazy these days. There's so much way to get this information out there. And it's clearly not phasing the developers. It's not phasing the people buying the game. I mean, so I mean, I, I guess I just I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, it's not our job to fix it, and it's not anyone reporting on the news to fix it. No, of course not. But it's a, in my opinion, it is a big problem, and I would like people who are trying to shed light on it to continue to do that because. Those are the only ways that the 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 slow rolling ball of change can get anywhere. So anyways, I legitimately do not even know how we got on that topic. I don't even know what we were talking either. about before. I actually have no idea how we got on it either. Uh I'm pretty sure that I asked you what you were playing. You talked about watchdogs and it somehow turned into cyberpunk. I I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said it came out at a time when uh, it dropped at a time when no games are out. Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, Bernie, what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I finished the Gardens between today, which uh, is a game I was like halfway through, and I just decided to go back to it today to to beat Todd's achievements for the month because fuck Todd. Um, <laughs> if you if you like uh, interesting puzzle games. It's a it's a great time. It's a good. I would definitely recommend it. It's on Game Pass too, so if you got Game Pass, definitely worth checking out. And uh, I started playing Doom Eternal because I'm trying to play as many games this year that uh, you know people are are putting up in as their personal like favorites of the year or games of the year or whatever. So I was like, oh, I'll give Doom Eternal a shot. It's on it's on Game Pass now, and I don't typically like Doom games. And I wanted to give this a fair shot. But the game is doing everything in its power to not let me play it or finish it. The game has crashed on me about 20 fucking times. And I don't know what the problem is because I was like, maybe my Xbox is just acting weird. Hard reset my Xbox. No fix. Maybe my internet's acting weird because it's a Game Pass title. And I think if you like sign off of Xbox Live, your Xbox is like, make sure that you're you know still a Game Pass subscriber and it might kick you off the game. But I played two other Game Pass games today to double check that that wasn't the problem, and I had zero issues there. So I don't know what the problem is with with Doom on my Xbox, but I've 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 gotten like I don't know three or four levels in. I've, I've sunk a few hours into the game at this point, and it's just has it crashed on different areas, or is it only yeah? It constantly it constantly crashes constantly. So weird, man. It's That's very weird. Strange. Achievements won't pop. It's just a very weird thing. Weird. So I'm pro- I'm probably just done with it at this point, unfortunately. Um, which leads me to I was like, what do I play today? I wanna I wanna start digging into something else. I started playing Dragon Quest Eleven S again on my Switch. So that's like my Switch kind of go to game right now. I play every night, I'm trying to see if I can get through that before the year's over. And uh, 
I was like, maybe I'll maybe I'll give Red Dead Two another shot, but I just didn't. I just really didn't feel like playing Red Dead today. So instead, I started Kingdom Hearts One, and I have no fucking idea what's going on in that game, and not in a sense of like nothing makes any sense. It's just that the game is clearly setting up a deep narrative that is like not revealing certain plot points to you yet on purpose, and. I'm kind of hooked. I was like, I put in like two hours already. and I'm like, all right, I need to know what the fuck's going on. I need to keep playing this game. So, I mean, it's an old game. So the gameplay isn't like amazing, but I'm going to, I'm going to like rough through it and just fucking get it done. It definitely and, gets better in the second I heard. So I, I mean, yeah. the first one's like, so I don't even know how many years old the first one is at this point. It's a PS2 game. It's super old. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm enjoying it. I, I think it's like 30 hours to beat. So I'm going to try to rally through that in the next, uh, couple weeks and try to just bang that out because I, I am enjoying it i think the story is actually like pretty good and i i, I need to know because like a bunch of final fantasy characters kept showing up in the first part of the game i don't know if they stick around but i'm like what is this story like what is happening like like is this canon with final fantasy because like people that die in final fantasy 7 are showing up i'm like what is happening right now like sid is there Aerith is there i'm just like what what is this game <laughs> I wish I cared more about Disney characters in those I, games. So like, I mean, I, think I don't, that's my biggest thing. See, I like don't necessarily care too much about Disney, but I like I'm kind of just digging where the story is going so far. Mike, I think you should like start. Well, I've, this. I don't know. I've seen every even like hardcore fans say the story is just a convoluted fucking mess. Like I've seen like that's Cam is the he, hardcorest fucking Kingdom yeah, Hearts fan seen, I know, and, and he I've does not him, say that about and it. I've, but I've seen him post stuff, and literally I've seen people just commenting, like liking each other's shit, saying how like they all think it's a comedy. Yeah, I think I honestly think that that's just like the 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 non the people who have not played its narrative and thoughts about the game. Like that's like, oh, it's just a confusing, convoluted mess. Like I like I'm two that, hours. That in. didn't start out of nowhere, you know. Like that's not like people hating on. I, a game. I really think it's just people that haven't played enough of the games or haven't played the games at all. Because again, no, I'm two I'm hours saying, in. I've seen like hardcore fans be like, "Listen, this is like one of my favorite franchises ever," but the story is a disaster. Like I've heard so many people say that. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? I'm two hours in, so I can't make a judgment on that. But I'm not gonna like you know base my opinion off of you know random Twitter user seventeen. Um, I'm gonna play for myself but i'm like really excited to see where it's going i'm excited about that but uh yeah i'm just gonna drop everything else for the rest of tonight's episode because we talked about crunch for fucking <laughs> like over an hour so we're gonna we're gonna wrap what things up. up wait what else I, did you have lined up i'm just we'll, curious i'll save it for another night yeah just uh, tell me just see if we'll save, save it for another night i will end it with one topic that'll be quick because I, I think only todd will really have much to say here um but since tomorrow is halloween mike what is your what, what what is your favorite or favorites for horror or scary games? Um, let's say. Um, Have you ever played and or finished a horror or scary game, Mike? What would qualify for that? Like off the top of my head, like Silent Hill, like Resident Evil, yeah, I, I guess. Don't you know those games. Like so, what... maybe Limbo or or Inside, if you would. Consider yeah, that you, one. you could argue, and you can make the argument. I'm fine with making the argument. argument. I don't feel like making the argument, though. Wait, is there is there a horror or scary game or genre uh, or series that you like? Wish you could stomach to play through. Yeah, it's never really crossed my mind. I never thought to myself, man, I wish I could play this game. If I was like, oh, I don't want to play this, that's it. Written All off, right. it gone. 
but but I mean like you know like something like Resident Evil where it's you know it's clearly like a a, a big franchise and you know gets reference places has characters that are meaningful to people like is there any part of you that wishes like oh you know what I wish I could just like absorb the Resident Evil knowledge without having to like deal with the fucking the the drama and 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 thrill of playing through the games so you could like know who fucking Jill and Leon and Chris are or no no. I I never really thought about it that hard. I was like, oh, I mean, I know it exists. I know the names of certain characters. I don't know what the actual story is, but I never I never thought to myself, man, I really wish I knew. Like, if I really cared that much, I would sit down and like read a Wikipedia page. Like, I might have scrolled through the page of like what the um, what uh the tyrants were, right? Those are. Those are enemies in Resident Those are enemies. I think I, I want to figure out what was going on there. So like I read a Wikipedia page, but that was it. I never felt more compelled to learn more about the series. Okay. All right. What about you, Tugs? I feel like you'll have stuff to say here. What are, what are your favorite uh, horror or scary games? Well, anyways, getting back to Crunch. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, for me personally, like I've always been one of those guys where like games just aren't scary. It's very hard to scare me in games. And there's very few games that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm not saying, Todd, you you have the biggest balls on the planet. No, you know, your chest is so scared. puffed out. I'm not no, saying like, like, I, so like off the top of my head. Games that would be tr- like traditionally classified as horror games. You know, uh, If I could list a couple, uh, Dead Space would probably be the first Dead Space was fucking a huge for that for me. I, I you know, it was just chaos and it, it was very unique game uh, where you just got to like literally cut off limbs of like enemies chasing you. But uh, that's definitely one. Honestly, Resident Evil 7, I think might be the scariest game I've ever played for the first half. Second half, not so much. But first half of Resident Evil 7 was fucking intense. And I tried playing it on VR and I literally ripped my headset off on PSVR and I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Uh, even knowing every, knowing all the beats and everything, uh, the only other game that kind of did a really good job of being scary was Condemned Criminal Origins. It was an Xbox 360 launch title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those three games are what kind of stand out to me. I've never really found any of the Resident Evil games scary or anything like that. Minus seven. Seven was like the first time I'm like, yes, there we go. We got this is like fucked up. Yeah. And I think the only reason why that game is scary is because it went to first person. I think first person made it that much scary. Yeah, no, I mean, I can definitely see that. What about like uh, Silent Hill or... Um, I played those games. They never really did much for me, though. What's the one Evil Within? That game is great, but I don't really... It's not scary. Yeah, I'm not saying what is your level of being scared. I'm just saying like those games would be considered horror games. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Are they, Evil, are they like... Evil Within 2 was even better than the first one. So, I mean, like, those games are great, too. Those are Xbox exclusives now. Oh, that's fucking crazy. I hope they come out with some fucking dope horror game from those developers down the line. I don't I need don't. Evil Within 3. I just want to like it. Well, I, I, a little off topic, but the median game that's coming out, mm-hmm. um, I was, like, trying to find out information on that today, and there's no weapons in that game. So it must be just a complete, like, puzzle-solving game, which I'm kind of a little turned off from. Yeah, I don't know. I that game, the trailers for that were already like nothing I want to be involved with. I mean, if if I hear that it's super horror, and, like it does a good job of it, then I'll buy it. But I just don't really want to be. I'm kind of past these games where they're like walking simulators and you know, cool story. But you know, if you don't even have a, a fucking 
a hammer or a fucking bat or something. You like, there's no weapons whatsoever. Crazy, uh, that game's coming out soon too, and there's like so little info on it. I think you, I think there's a demo available. Is there? Maybe I, I thought I'll I saw it something. Out. I don't know. Nothing about that game looks like I'm gonna be playing it at all. So <laughs> fuck that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, for me, I mean, I used to, you know, I'm sure this got brought up before, but I used to play Resident Evil games when I was younger. I don't know why I turned into like an extra fucking bitch, but, um, you know, it is what it is. I'm I'm a, I'm a little baby boy. I'm a little baby bones. I'm fine with it. But uh, as far as old Resident Evil games are concerned, Code Veronica is probably my favorite. Um. Yeah, Code Veronica is probably my favorite. So if I had to throw a That's officially the only Resident Evil I've never played. I don't even think it's actually that in like the grand scheme of Resident Evil games, I don't think it's necessarily one of the best games. Yeah. I I mean I I at least that's that's what I would think Resident Evil fans would say, but uh it's for some reason one of the only games that left like a a lasting impact on me uh for whatever reason. There was another game for the Dreamcast that I had that I don't know if you consider it a horror game, but it definitely like was too intense for me. It was a shitty game called Blue Stinger. Never even heard of it. Um, I think it was, yeah, Blue Stinger. It was, I don't know. It was a an action survival horror game released in 1999 for the Dreamcast game console. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it was considered a horror game. I don't know. It was what one of the few Dreamcast games I had at one point, and I was like. I played it all the time because it was like one of the only games I had and it was not the fucking game I wanted to play. I don't know why that game was purchased for me or for my brother, whoever the fuck purchased it, but yikes. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that about wraps tonight's episode up of the Pass Control Podcast, episode 227. As always, if you're a friend of the show, fan of the show, actually, hold on, I lied because I forgot this was a fucking... I forgot that I did this. So... If you were a long time listener of the show, you would know that a long time ago we used to do uh, listener questions. We kind of moved away from that for a little bit, but I decided to bring them back for a little bit in a uh, you know a limited capacity to see how how it goes. <clears throat> so, someone in our Discord, and if you want to ask a question, feel free to join our Discord. Um, asked, "How do you think Cyberpunk 2077's delays will affect Game of the Year discussions? Will it be out long enough for it to justify it being 2020's Game of the Year?" It won't uh, count, right? Well, I mean, I think in regards to in like, our eyes, maybe it will, but like I'm saying, like, <clears throat> yeah, I think in regards to some of the like, I, I think a lot of specific outlets have certain cutoffs, and I think it will miss that for a lot i like i know the game awards i think will probably miss that window because i think the game awards cut off is like the first week of november or something so you know it'll definitely have a cutoff from certain outlets and stuff but i i mean i could see like the igns of the world i can see certain places making exceptions or like making sure that they have you know one or two people play the game in full to to be like the to basically be the voice for the game if it deserves to be, you know, given an award or something. I think you'll see it like kind of split. I think you'll see some of the bigger ones make a point to include it in the conversation, unless it, of course, gets pushed outside of December. Um, I think we're going to see see a lot of gaming sites, game of the year, like all over the place this year. 
I don't think it's going to be like a definitive, like a lot of these places are going to say this. I mean, last of us too, I think, I mean, I know like not everyone's keen on that, but I know that like, I mean, across the board, as far as I feel like that was like the best received as far as like reviews from gaming sites was one of the best received. But I mean, I just don't know. I would love to see Hades fucking sweep fucking everything out of nowhere. You know, that's going to happen. I wanted to say animal crossing and I've been torn back and forth with animal crossing. And I got a lot of love out of Animal Crossing, but I'm trying to just dive back into it recently, and I just it's just not doing anything for you me. You gotta play tomorrow, Halloween. You gotta make sure you play in the morning. Or I something. know, I, I definitely will. I'll play tomorrow, but it's uh, I wish that Nintendo had a way better online infrastructure where they could like utilize a lot of like online stuff with that game, where it wasn't just like you know a pain in the ass to do things because I feel like that game can be a fucking enormous. I mean, never mind. It's already the biggest fucking thing. Yeah. It's one of like, but I just think it could be so much bigger than what it already is. You know, it's it'll it it'll so continue to grow, and they're going to continue to add stuff to it. But to get to the question at hand, I think, uh, I think you know, it depends on the outlet. I think it depends on on the size of the outlet. You know, like if it comes out in December, you know, I'm sure at least Todd will get a swing at it if he gets to finish the game in time before we have the conversation. It really comes down to when the game comes out and when it gets launched and, and how, how long big, it is. Yeah, and yeah. how long it is. I mean, I, I think, uh, I think again, I think you'll see some of the bigger, more prominent places make a point to get someone that's like, hey, guess what? You're playing Cyberpunk like 24 hours straight until you finish the game and you can be the sole, you know, voice on the game or whatever. Um, so I think you'll see some that'll that'll make a point. And then, you know, if it's that great of a game, you know, you might see some people bleed it over into next year and, and talk about it then. But uh, I, I think if you're coming out in December, I think it's tough because, you know, it's for the a out- bad time. Really yeah, I, I think it'll still sell well. But I think as far as the like the specific game of the year discussion, I think uh, I think you're going to miss the boat for some places and, and for the ones that would push it to the following year. I it think just it'll just lost be in the it, it just yeah. be lost because it's so long. Yeah. But uh, I, I, you know, as nice as it is to win those types of awards and get named that stuff, I think uh, I think a game specifically like Cyberpunk doesn't necessarily need that extra bump of of uh of praise i mean you know if 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 grand theft auto 6 doesn't get nominated for game of the year awards i think it's still gonna do fine and sell amazing and and people are still gonna love that game you know i think the same thing would happen with like a gears war i'm sorry a god of war or uh uh, red dead redemption 2 stuff like that i think uh I think those types of games are, are are good regardless. Where on the flip side, if a game like Hades gets brought up in the conversation or wins an award, that's huge for a game that size. Um, or if like a mid-sized game, like a... Uh, I'm trying to think. Like if Ghost of Tsushima gets named Game of the Year somewhere, that's great for that game because yes, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Yes, in, uh, you know, Insomniac? No, not Insomniac. Uh, Sucker Punch. Punch. I think you're uh, going to see that game get a couple Game of the Year nods. I think you will too. But like that's that those are the types of games that I think really benefit from from those awards, because I mean, you know, at the end of the day, IGN gives your game game of the year. It's cool. It might help for smaller midsized games. But, you know, for a game like Cyberpunk, you know, they don't they're going to put that game out. It's going to sell gangbusters. And then they're going to put they're going to re-release the game in six to eight, ten months with, a you know, with DLC. And it's going to have you know, the game of the year edition box, whether it gets a game of the year or not. And it's going to have, you know, 10 out of 10 from fucking 15 websites plastered on the box, just like the Witcher did. 
You know what I mean? I was I gonna say, I just I just think it's funny that I hate The Witcher Three, but I am so excited for Cyberpunk. Like I like I'm not even a fan of the developers at CD Projekt Red. Like they've never made anything that's made me be like, ooh, I gotta buy this game. Yeah, but I'm really really excited for Cyberpunk. We get it. You like Keanu? Keanu is what you what <laughs> yeah, pretty much sold. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wanted to get that in there. That was that question was asked by uh. You said she said the Discord name or the actual person's name. I, I don't know Discord name. But let's, let's, do actual name, then we'll do an address after, and we can give a oh, Okay, yeah, throw, 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 throw a social out there too. But I, I believe <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's Andrew. Uh, so thanks, Andrew, for throwing that question. And like I said the, at at the beginning of the question, if you also want to throw us a question on the show in the future uh hop into our discord and uh you know hang out with us play some games with us and there's a there's an ability to leave questions in one of the channels for us to potentially respond to on the show but thank you so much for listening to this week's episode episode 227 as always you can find all of our content at passcontroller.io on twitter and on instagram at passcontroller and on twitch at twitch.tv slash passcontroller if you're a friend of the show fan of the show and you want to help support the show the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, share the show on social media, let a friend know, hit that subscribe button. And uh, yeah, that's those are the easiest ways and the freest ways to do it. Follow us on social media. If you have a few bucks kicking around, you want to help support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash pass the controller or going to passthecontroller.threadless.com and buying yourself some sick, sick swag. As always, you can find me at Groom. You can find Mike at underscore Mike O'Path. And you can find Todd at Toddy underscore by underscore nature. And again, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 227. The pandemic is getting worse. Wear a fucking mask if you have to go outside. Socially distance yourself as often and as, as possible as you can. Please make smart decisions. Please do smart, to start, start, do smart things, and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>